Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends. This is Francis Fidikovic, and you are listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. And I'm seriously so excited to be sharing this episode with you today. And it's all about the things that I tell my kids on a regular basis and that I try to make sure that they understand, even though they might not necessarily want to hear this about life. Because what I'm going to be sharing with you, it's almost like you need a word of warning. This isn't a fluffy feel good episode where I share all these like sweet little lies you can tell your kids and teens so they feel better about themselves in their future. Now, even though my words aren't actually all sweet and light, ironically, it's actually going to take a massive heavy load off your children's shoulders when they believe them to be true. So just to give you some context, my kids are now teenagers, my son's almost 17 and my daughter's 19, but I've been saying this stuff for years. Let's just dive on in. So first things first, I've always told my kids that they aren't perfect and that I'm not perfect. And instead, we're all perfectly imperfect in this world, every single human. And this means that we're all going to sometimes make mistakes. We're all sometimes going to feel grumpy. Sometimes we're going to be sad or we're going to fail. We're going to be disappointed. Sometimes we're going to be angry and so on. We're going to experience all the emotions. And this is just part of the human experience. And nothing has gone wrong. And I just say like, this is normal. Humans all feel emotions, both positive and negative, And it's all good. Okay. Of course, it doesn't mean that we have to lash out at others because we're feeling really crappy, but the emotions and the experience itself are totally normal. And every single human in this world is going to feel this way at times, which brings back this idea of making mistakes and failing like so many kids fear making mistakes and failing, but that's because they haven't been taught that this is actually the way that you learn new things in life. Like you've got to make mistakes. You've got to fail. And are they going to get upset when they make a mistake? Of course, like that's fine. In fact, it's fabulous because it means that your child is actually just a normal human being rather than a robot. And in life, you're either going to be winning or learning. So failing at stuff is normal, especially in the beginning. Like the only way you're ever going to get better at stuff is by practice and practicing some more and getting up every single time you fail and fall. And I also think that every kid should know that they don't have to like everybody. They don't have to agree with what everyone else says is true. They're allowed to have their own opinions, their own truths, but their job is to work out how to express their emotions respectfully. And as parents, we can do so by leading by example. Now they're allowed to change their mind too. Like I remember this is something that I introduced to my kids at a really early age. And I can't remember why it was like a pressing point for me to make, but this is what I wanted them to know they can change their mind because as adults, we often like hastily commit to things or we feel forced to do something that we know deep down isn't right for us. And I wanted my kids just to know, like they can change their mind. Okay. Like it's okay to pivot in life. And sometimes I feel like the advice would sometimes backfire on me because my daughter would announce really, you know, at the last minute, even when she was like really young, like I've changed my mind, I've changed my mind. And still like I would follow through on this promise that I'd made to her, that she has a choice available to her. And there are going to be times that it's totally fine for her to 
execute something if she is really uncomfortable, let's just say about a choice that she's made, whether it's a play date or a sleepover or something that we're planning to do, she can change her mind. But on a similar but different note, like I always encourage my kids to just give things a go at least once, okay? They've got to just try. And this pertains more so to extracurricular activities that they've expressed an interest in because often what happens is that when you sign up for something new, like a whole flood of emotions and thoughts gets in your way and makes you think like, hang on, maybe I actually don't want to do that. But they do deep down. And both kids and adults get nervous when they try something new, when they meet new people, and they know it's going to take some time to get good at this new skill, this new activity. And so, so many kids wish that they could just skip over all that crappy stuff. But the truth is like there's a normal learning curve attached to any new skill that you're trying to learn. So it isn't possible just to like skip straight to the great stuff. So I always encourage them to like try things once. And if you truly hate it, like no problem, you don't have to go back again. But what would often happen is that once they got over that initial hesitation, they actually loved it and they kept on going. Like I remember my son, when he started wheelchair rugby, he ended up winning two back-to-back grand finals in his first two years of playing. But the first time he went, he's like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And I said, just, just give it a go. Like just try it one time and we don't ever have to come back. And then when there was my daughter, on the other hand, who like, tried lots of things for just one term, like she tried jazz and tap and gymnastics and ballet and she didn't love it and I didn't force her to keep on going because the important thing is just to try things once like if you're committing to a term just try a term and not everyone is going to love everything you do or have the same level of passion for an activity as you do and that is okay okay our kids are different from us so of course as parents like you might want to put your foot down sometimes and decide that some things are actually non-negotiable like let's just say swimming lessons were for me when my kids were young they didn't have to do swimming lessons forever but we were growing up in Australia and they definitely have to have a certain level of competency in swimming to feel safe and to spend time every weekend in the pools and at the beach and that's what I made them do like you have to do swimming lessons okay non-negotiable for me so you get to decide that and I guess that leads to another lesson that I've always tried to teach my kids like you aren't gonna love everything that you do but that doesn't mean that doesn't need to be done like homework and school you may not love it but there's a reason why we need to do those things and there's a reason why we need to clean our rooms and our home there's a reason why we do our best to stay organized like gosh like there's so many things that I don't love doing in my life but I do it anyway because I love the results that come at the end of it like going to the gym like I don't love going to the gym but I love the way that I feel after like once my workout is done okay and I always am so glad that I gave it a go and it's important for our kids to know this like they don't have to love cleaning their room but they should do it if they love the result of having a clean room at the end and they don't have to love eating their veggies but they should do it if they want the result of a healthy body and they don't have to love going going to bed at night and you know when it's their bedtime but they do it anyway because it will make their mind and body feel rested for the next day they don't have to love doing their homework not every kid's going to say they love doing their homework but they should do it anyway if they desire the result of good grades okay you have to give something in order to receive something like that's the price that we pay for our dreams and goals in life so what else have I thought that it's really important to teach them? It's probably like so many things. I think that kids should walk to the beat of their own drum. They should stand up for the things that they believe in, even if others don't agree with them, like including myself and their dad. I will still always value and respect their opinions and I encourage them to follow their own heart. And I've always said to my kids, like they should study what they love at university. They don't even have to go to university if they don't want to, but they should follow their heart because we spend so much time working in our lives that it's really important that we spend it doing work we love because it's like Confucius so wisely said, like do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life which is sort of not true because of course like you still need to be working but I totally get what he means because I in fact do work that I love like I write and I create and I teach and by gosh like it still of course takes time and effort but it also feels as if my soul and purpose are being fulfilled when I'm doing it so I enjoy the work that I'm doing and I tell my kids to like 
do the same. Follow your heart when it comes to whatever you choose to do in the future. I also tell my kids to think before spending their money on things that truly don't matter, but invest and buy things that you actually value. If you value it, go and buy it. Have fun, travel, appreciate your friends, let go of any friends who are dragging you down and understand the importance of family. Like we have a firm, really important family first rule in our family, but only when it feels right inside of you. Like obviously if there was a behavior that we didn't agree with, that we didn't love, we would step away from it. And we also need to know that life is full of ups and downs. I've always said that to my kids, highs and lows, challenges, obstacles, nothing has gone wrong. This is all totally normal. Life is just doing life. They still get to decide how they show up each day. This is where their power lies. This is where all our power lies. And I could probably go on and on and on forever about all the stuff that I've tried to impart to my kids over the years. But when it really comes down to it, it's just helped me immensely to remember that my kids are their own separate person from me. Okay. They've got their own unique individual personalities. They've got their own loves and dislikes and their own thoughts and feelings and preferences. So they don't actually have to agree with anything that I'm trying to share with them. They don't have to, and that's okay. They are them. I mean, I'm just doing my best to share with them what I've learned over the years and they can choose whether to take this advice on or not. Okay. Honestly, it doesn't bother me as long as they know that I'm doing my best each day and they know that I love and appreciate them. That's all that's truly important to me. And so that is it for this episode today. I feel like I've given you like the biggest nuggets that I've shared with my kids. And before we end, I just want to mention my signature parenting course, which is called Be a Better Parent in 30 Days. Now, if I could show you a way to create closer, more loving relationships with your kids over the next 30 days without ever expecting your kids to change their ways first or feeling like you have to go back and rewrite the past or thinking that you have to step into the body of Carol Brady. We all loved Carol or having to test out a million different strategies to find a strategy that actually works. Would you take me up on that offer? And if your answer is yes, I've created this one of a kind course to help you totally transform, radically transform your relationship with your kids within the next 30 days, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how old your kids are, no matter how they are behaving. Now, of course you have you know two options. You can spend the rest of your life wishing that you've done things differently or trying to repair the damage of your current ways or you can discover like in just a few hours a really simple skill condensed from my 20 years of working as a life coach and degree in psychology a way a strategy that is going to radically change your relationship that you have with your kids in the next 30 days it's my promise to you so for more info on this course check out inspiringmomlife.com you go to the shop tab that is where you will find be a better parent in 30 days and until next time take care my friend you know i love and appreciate you all so so much and i'm going to catch you on the next episode thank you so much for listening to the inspiring life school podcast i really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life if you'd love to stay in touch please know that you can always find me on instagram at francis Fidikovic, or you can visit my website inspiringmumlife.com where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that i've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice there you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin 
to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Francis Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.